Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. So last week was Mother's Day and my mom's 84th birthday. It was a very busy week for my mom, who suffers from dementia. The few days leading up to Mother's Day was an anxious one for her. She wandered the house, looking to do something, just not sure what to do. Should she vacuum? Should she mop the floor? Should she dust the furniture? Or maybe go mow the lawn? All things she was once able to do, and now is only possible somewhere in her slowly shrinking brain. And somehow she feels she's still able to do these things, just lurking below the cranium, but just can't get it to the surface. So she asks the never-ending stream of questions. Can I help? Who's coming over? What day is this again? And why are they visiting? She gets restless, feeling there are things to do, but not sure what. She can't sleep because she's anxious. Soon there will be a house full of family, but she doesn't know why. Mother's Day arrives, and she's happy to see everyone, but she isn't quite sure, again, why is everyone here? She opens her gifts and is excited, but what day is this? After a few hours, everyone leaves, and she's in bed by 7. Her poor brain is exhausted, and she sleeps till 2 p.m. the next day. Two days later, it's her birthday. I bring her McDonald's mocha frappe, her favorite. Since her illness, she seems to love anything from McDonald's. I wonder if it somehow triggers memories that she can't recall of times where McDonald's was the fast food place to go. We did it often as a family. Maybe it's something familiar and it makes her happy. Like a happy meal makes little kids happy. I say happy birthday and I give her her mocha frappe. She laughs and I realize she thinks I'm joking. I tell her it's her birthday and she seems shocked and says, really? I remind her she's 84 and she just shakes her head then takes a sip of her drink and smiles at the delicious taste. She then gets flowers and phone calls. She seems happy. Then my sister, niece, and I give her a cake with candles and sing happy birthday. She sings along and then blows out the candles. I see happiness in her eyes, and she's calm and relaxed. It's been a good day. She's back to her normal routine. Though it was her birthday, it was just another day, except with flowers and cake. Not too much activity. It's gotten to be where too much makes her anxious. It's almost like she shuts down at some point because her brain is on overload. Trying to remember and follow conversations, trying to answer questions with confusing replies. As her caregiver and daughter, it's hard to watch and I can't imagine what it must feel like. But I deal with it trying to make sure she's comfortable and feels safe. As a caregiver of a loved one with dementia, it's a lot of stress and challenges. But I'm very lucky. I live with my sister and niece and with their help, I'm able to get away once in a while. And that's a big, big stress reliever. My biggest challenge with my mom is her asking the same questions over and over. I learned long ago not to say, I already told you. It just confused her more or she accused me of lying. So I take a deep breath and answer her question for the umpteenth time, reminding myself she can't help it. Now last week I asked the question, as a caregiver to a loved one with dementia, What's the biggest challenge you face? I posted that question on a caregiver support group and received over 100 replies. Seems like there's quite a few challenges. 
so I thought I'd read and discuss some of the answers I received. My hope is that if you're a caregiver, you can see you're not alone in your challenges. If you know someone who is a caregiver, maybe this will help you better understand and reach out more with help. Okay, here's some of the responses that I got from the question. As a loved one's caregiver, what do you find to be your biggest challenge? Uh, One person wrote, keeping my emotions in check. Hard not to get angry. I get that. Um, Sometimes I'll uh, snap back at my mom and we'll get into an argument and it's you know, it's not her fault, but sometimes it's the frustration just, just gets to you. Uh, the lies my loved one tells me and others, I know it isn't true, but others don't. Yes, my mom tends to tell stories. And her biggest story that she likes to tell is basically she's a prisoner in her room. And she kind of tells, she's, she says it's a joke, which I believe she is joking because she is not a prisoner in her room. But um, she'll make remarks like when we're at the doctor's office, like, yes, well, you know, I'll just go back to my room where I just sit all day. I never leave it. It's just like I'm just like, you know, whatever she says about being in a room. Basically, she's telling the doctor she's locked in there all day. And I'm like, Lord, Mom, when we leave, I go, why do you tell the doctor then? They go, oh, they know I'm kidding. I'm like, no, they don't. How would they know you're kidding? You know, one day I I swear I, I'm going to hear a knock at the door and it's going to be social services coming to say, uh, yes, we hear your mom's locked in her room. You know, so, yeah. And other stories she tells, she told, she's getting to the point where I think she's mixing up dreams with reality. One night she got up, Janelle was telling me this, my sister, she found her in the room and she was just kind of walking around all stressed out. And my sister asked her, what's wrong? And my mom's like, I can't tell you, I can't tell you. And she was crying. And Janelle's like, you have to tell me, mom, or I'm going to get Sherry. She goes, no, 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 don't get Sherry. So basically she tells my mom that I'm dying and not to tell anybody because I'll get mad. And my sister's like, why is she, why do you think she's dying? Oh, she told me she's dying. And she told me not to tell anybody. And I know she's sick because I go in her room and I see her standing on her bed, leaning up against the wall, sleeping. And my sister tells me this the next morning. And I'm like, what? I go, for one thing, if I was dying, I wouldn't tell mom. She'd be the last person I tell. And second, can you see me trying to get on top of my bed and standing on it? I, I, I can't even get up two, two, I can't even get up two steps of, of stairs. So yeah, I, I, where, like she comes up with these stories and it's like, whoa, mom, you know they're amusing sometimes. But no, I'm not dying, mom. Uh, let's see. Uh, one wrote, time to myself. I suffer from chronic migraines and TMD. Alone time is scarce, as is downtime for recovery. Um, wow. I can only imagine how horrible that must be. I used to get migraines when I was younger, and they were the kind where I lost vision. Smells made me throw up. Um, I, 
yeah, it was like someone hitting me in the head with a, with a hammer. It, it was awful. Uh, so imagine having that pain and then trying to take care of someone. It's, wow, hard. Uh, let's see. I decided a year ago when all this started that my mom took care of me at the beginning of my life. It's the least I can do is to take care of her at the end of hers. No free time, no personal life. Do what I have to do, and I'll continue my life when this is over. Controlling my temper is the hardest. Yeah, I guess I kind of feel that way. Um, this was actually written by a guy, too. Um, I don't have trouble controlling my temper with my mom. It's just sometimes I lose my temper when it, it's just the frustration builds up. Um, taking care of my mom is... Uh, I don't think it was a decision that I made. Um, there's a lot of things to go with it. Well, it's a story that uh, maybe we'll have another episode to talk about. But uh, kudos to him. Um, there's always questioning and doubtful and uncertain. So staying out of the argument or confusion without getting frustrated or angry. It's not their fault. I get that. Not being able to let go of the anger I have that my dad isn't enjoying his retirement. That he's doing the things he loves, like watching... That he isn't doing the things that he loves, like watching rugby and baking. I'm so angry about it, I don't know what to do. I just want my dad back the way he was so he can enjoy his life. Yeah, it's kind of sad when I see how, you know, the things my mom used to enjoy, she used to like to drive. She loved to drive. She loved to, she wasn't a good driver, but she used to love to drive and go to stores and, and go shopping. She never shopped for herself. She always shopped for other people, but, um, or just going to a restaurant and sitting by herself with a book and eating. I know she, she used to love that. And, um, yeah, I think she misses that a lot. Um, getting mom to shower. Yes. That's a hard one with my mom too. Um, in the beginning she said she was afraid she was going to slip. So my brother put in like a handrail in the shower and then one right outside the shower door. And then she has like, uh, she has a shower chair and she has, um, um, you know, a, a rubber mat on the floor so she doesn't slip. And, and it's an actual shower. It's not like a tub with a shower in it. It's an actual shower. So she doesn't really have to climb over anything to get in there. But, you know, she just, she won't take a shower. And um, I'll walk into the kitchen and she's washing her hair in the sink. It's like, Mom, just go take a shower. And she's like, I already did. And I know she didn't. And I, I someone told me once that it's trying to hold on to their their independence and decision-making. And her decision is, I'm not taking a shower. I don't know if that's true. I think it's just like, she's just lazy, I think, is what it is. She just doesn't want to take a shower and deal with putting clothes back on and off. Uh, let's see, what else? Trying to cope with a husband in a nursing home with Parkinson's. Um, going out alone with my husband never happens. Um... Getting my mom to wear her underwear, not even joking. <laughs> um, my mom sometimes doesn't wear her bra, which is, is fine. But the thing that we try to... She has these old, old 
blouses that she wears and they're so old you can see right through them so she'll walk around with these these shirts on and you could see right through them and I'm like mom go put a bra on or change your shirt and she goes no I'm fine and then she'll go stand in the living room and we have a big huge plate glass window you just big window you just stand there and you just look out in the front yard and she just stands there with no bra on and you could see right through her shirt and I'm like mom you are flashing the neighborhood what are you doing she goes oh nobody can see us she's waving to people walking by with their dogs I'm like please either change your shirt or put on another bra and she, she just gets mad and goes slams the door in her room but it's like mom what 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 are you thinking people don't want to see your boobies um let's see trying to get her dentures out after supper i just want to scream yeah my my mom still has her teeth even though she probably shouldn't but trying to get her to a dentist is worse than trying to get her to take a shower let's see this one writes being angry at everybody and everything this is not me why do i act this way it's stress it's stress when you're feeling a lot of stress, you just get angry at everybody. Or and, it, and if you feel trapped, if you feel like, you know, this is not what I signed up for. And yeah, it, it can do a, a, lot of, a lot of damage to your head there. Let's see, quiet time is my biggest challenge. Sometimes I just want to not talk, answer questions, or listen to her read out loud. Oh, that's sweet. You listen to your mom read out loud. My mom can't read anymore. Um, keeping him calm and not upset. His sundowners is really tedious to me. Sometimes I just want him to go to bed. Uh, for those of you that don't know what sundowners is, it's it's usually something with people with dementia get. It's um, they get very confused and anxious at night. Um, and, and it's harder. I find my mom has it sometimes, and I find it. It's also harder for her to comprehend, understand. You know, you try to talk to her and she gives you like a look at she, you're from outer space. So, yeah, and then she stays up late. She, she doesn't go to sleep. She stays up late watching TV at full blast. Uh, let's see. Getting my aunt to shower. There's somebody already said that. I have no free time, but I'm okay so far. Uh, nail free time seems to be consensus with a lot of people no free time my biggest challenge is trying to keep my mouth shut I really try to remember that she can't help this it is a disease it is hard especially when you my mom the other day she was giving the dogs uh, milk and I'm like mom you can't give them milk and oh it's fine and I go they're gonna get diarrhea and, and sure enough they did and then she didn't understand how they got diarrhea it's because you gave me milk, Mom. No, that's not what did it. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I just clean it up and keep my mouth shut because it really, it's, it's, it's no, it, it's a no-win situation arguing with somebody with dementia. Uh, not resenting my absent sister or her family. That could be a challenge for a lot of people when family don't step up to help out. Um, let's 
say all of the above. My biggest challenge is that she argues about everything that needs to be done to keep her safe and healthy, which my mom's the same way. Finding time for myself, finding time for myself, finding time for myself. Oh, did I mention finding time for myself? That seems to be a big one in here. Uh, I wish I had asked this question before I began this journey. Hmm. Let's see, when I was a caregiver, my biggest challenge was the anger and resentment I had. While I know my grandmother couldn't help the dementia or her deteriorating physical condition, I was just angry and resentful that I had to give up my life and my children had to take a back seat to her and her needs. She always said she wanted to live as long as she could, did things like getting a pacemaker and such to prolong her life. She was also a very difficult person at best, so it was just all around hard. She didn't have much money either, so paying for caregiving outside of me was very difficult. Um, yeah. I don't have any anger. I mean, I, I, I did in the beginning because I wasn't getting any help. Uh, that has changed, so I do get help now, but I did have anger and resentment. Um, I want my mom to prolong her life no matter what. Um, she does have a pacemaker now, and um, actually in a few weeks, they're going to change the battery in it. Um, so yeah, I want her to prolong her life as long as, you know, I still think she still has a good quality of life. It was interesting when we went to the doctor and the doctor said, yeah, it's time to change it. He asked her if she wanted to change the battery. And my mom looked at him, she goes, well, yeah. And he kind of laughed and I was thinking, why would he even ask that? And then reading this, I'm thinking, maybe there's some people who feel that their quality of life is just horrible and they just don't want to go on anymore. So let the pacemaker run out and whatever happens, happens. But yeah, but anger and resentment, yeah, I had that for a long time. And um, resentment, I do still have some resentment, but it's not towards my mom. But like I said, that's another, another issue, another episode. Uh, try not to worry all the time about about the what ifs. Patient and anger has been the hardest. I'd love to start dating again. Yeah, a lot of people have given up apparently their lives to take care of their loved one. Shaking myself out of survival stress mode. I catch myself not breathing deep, like always holding my breath. I get that. I, I tend to hold my stress in like that. It, I, um, I sometimes go out to the desert. Um, my cousin has a house out there. So sometimes I go out there with her or I go out there. I have a friend out there. So I go out there sometimes on the weekends and, and hang out. And it's a two-hour drive. And like halfway through, I can feel my body just relaxing. I feel the tenseness coming out of my shoulders and my back and... I feel the clench of my teeth, you know, kind of loosen up. And, yeah, I just feel, you know, like I can breathe. And so I get that. I get with that that stress how, yeah, it just, you know, sometimes I'll be driving and I'm just holding onto the steering wheel so tight. And a lot of times you don't even realize it until it's gone. 
And then you feel the relaxation come, and you're like, wow, I was under a lot of stress. So, yeah, that was... uh, Mine is getting up in the middle of the night to take my mom to the bathroom. I lie in bed and don't feel like getting up, but I don't want her to be wet, so I get get up, and it takes me about an hour and a half to fall back to sleep. Luckily, my mom still can dress herself, still go to the bathroom. She cooks sometimes. Um, I don't really like it um, because a lot of times I'll come in the kitchen and you know, the water's running, the burners are on, the refrigerator door's wide open, and, you know, she's napping. It's like, Mom, what the... I, you know, but she was never in there, and she didn't do it, so... Uh, let's see. I'm very resentful that I'm my mother's caretaker. I am fortunate that she's in a home, and they take good care of her, but I really resent that she is my responsibility. Hmm. Interesting. She's in a home. I I don't know. Maybe maybe you're her um I I don't know. Why somebody would be resentful. Maybe because she's the contact person, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. I have a family with a five-year-old and one on the way. My mom demands time, and she likes to be out and not stay in the house. I also work and in school, and if she's home for longer than two hours, she would start to have a fit. She hates taking her meds. It's a fight every day, and I'm exhausted. Luckily, my mom will take her meds. She doesn't remember them, but when I go in to give them to her, uh, she she takes them, and, and she... So it'd be like four or five. She pops them in her mouth, swallows them all at once. I'm like, geez, I wish I could do that. I can barely get one pill down my throat. So, yes, yeah, she has no problem taking her meds. Um, in fact, one night she came in my room, a couple nights ago actually, and said, I need my medicine. I'm like, okay, well. And she never asks for her her pills. She never asks for them. So I'm like, okay, well, I go, well, give me a second because I was in the middle of something. And she got mad, walked out of the room, slammed the door. I heard her say something about death. I, I don't know what she was saying. So I'm like, God, fine. So I stop what I'm doing. I go and I give her her pills. I said, why are you so mad? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. And a couple hours later, I go in there and she's fine. So yeah, so I don't know if somebody says something. Usually her and my niece will... Or she'll get mad at it because my niece didn't answer her correctly or whatever. And sometimes that will set her off. Keeping my mouth shut to avoid him arguing with me. He's such on, he's such on a short fuse these days. So hard. Uh, I can't get it down to one. Anxiety and dread about the future. Anger that I'm stuck here when I could be exploring the world. Patience with the repeated questions on some days. Also, abrupt changes in mood are very startling. Yeah, so so those are some of the answers. Um, a lot of them are repeated. You know, um, you know, not getting out, not getting time for themselves, and um, and the repeated questions. That's yeah, that's my biggest challenge with the questions over and over. 
So thank you, everybody, who participated in um, my questionnaire. I appreciate it. So here's my take on all this. As caregivers, we frequently feel as though we are on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which can cause great stress and anxiety. Women are more likely to take on the caregiver role, although men do as well. Our patients are loved ones with special medical needs. As caregivers, we must pay particular attention to our own needs or we risk burning out and being of no use to anyone. A great place for help and support is the Alzheimer's Association website. www.alz.org is where you can find it. And there's a link on my Facebook and Instagram page in the bio. Facebook also has a lot of caregivers um, support groups you can join where you can receive a lot of emotional support from folks going through common challenges. I've seen people on there who leave super long rants. And I'm telling you, when you rant about something, it does, you do feel better. And, and if you feel like you can't do it, you know, publicly, you can get a, a, a journal and write down your frustrations in a journal. Just get it out some way. But again, thank you for everybody who participated. I hope we all learned a little bit more about the challenges of being a caregiver. Now, let me tell you what I have planned on the next episode of Sherapy. As a survivor of child sexual abuse, I forgave my abuser, but it took me a long time to get there. So I asked this question, do you think it's necessary to forgive your abuser to heal? And if you did forgive, did it help in healing? And how did you forgive? Face-to-face, in a letter, in therapy? I'd like you to leave a voice message for me and join in the conversation. Do you think it's necessary to forgive your abuser to heal? You can find the message link in the episode description or in Facebook and Instagram page bios. I really love to hear your thoughts and comments on this. So that's it for this episode of Sherapy with Sherry Todd. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it moved you in some way, please leave a comment, rate it, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, always remember to embrace your voice. See you. Bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.